All right, good day to everybody. Rob Mazak here. I am a psychic medium, and some of you know that already, well, those that follow me or have listened to some of my talks and videos. I obviously do a lot more talks and podcasts than I do videos because I'm not quite up to speed on the uh, equipment for that side. And Anyway, I want to do a little better job with that before I start doing a lot of videos. But I wanted to just take some time today and talk about a subject that uh, has really kind of risen to the surface a little bit for at least in my life and probably you know some of the other ones some of the other folks that do what I do and I just want to kind of discuss some things with that and so and I call myself a psychic and a medium combining them together a psychic medium now what exactly does that mean right and so everybody has their own definition of what a psychic and a medium is and most people that do this work will tell you that every medium is a psychic but not every psychic is a medium and and I, I would oh I would agree with that I think that's an accurate statement but a lot of people look at psychics in a way that probably isn't all that correct in some ways for example, a lot of people, at least before I would, before I titled myself this, or, or I should say accepted the title as a psychic medium, I used to think very similar to what a lot of people out there probably do is that, you know, psychics get looked at in a lot of ways as if we know everything. You know, you can walk in here, plop down in a chair, and uh, I could tell you everything about you and everything that you need to know to move forward in your life, exactly how your life's going to pan out, almost like we're God. But I can tell you that's the farthest from the truth that, you know, of, of accurate abilities of a psychic. I mean, there are some, don't get me wrong, that are very, very good and can get some very accurate snippets of future events. And... Uh, and sometimes those will come to fruition. Now, I'll start with my definition of a psychic, what a psychic is. So for me, being psychic means that I can connect with you, the client sitting in front of me, standing in front of me, on the video, on the phone, whatever, and kind of mix with your energy, resonate with your energy, if you will, and Get a clear snapshot of what is going on in your life right now. What are some of the big ticket items that are being exuded and, and transmitted by your energy? And in that way, it's very helpful to kind of figure out where you're at, maybe why you're stuck, and and why you you know don't necessarily feel like you can move forward. You know, are there issues with your past? You get my point. It's almost like just kind of doing a, a life asset if you will, of right now, a snapshot in time. And a lot of times when I when I do my readings, I like to use a multiple set of tools just, you know, to kind of uh, ensure that we're getting a complete picture of what is going on. I say that because I like to use cards, throw cards uh, in my readings if I have the opportunity. If I'm out and about somewhere and I don't have them, that's, that's fine. It still works just the same. However, 
Troll cards kind of give us just that extra advantage, the extra set of information that we can work through as a framework. And so it also gives people a visual representation of what kind of information is coming through for them. So in a lot of ways, it gives them a little more validation than me just here pulling stuff out of thin air, or so it appears, right? But, you know, I I, I don't know that um, being psychic is, is a gift that is just for the select or the few. All of us really have that ability. I can tell you, if you've ever had deja vu, you know, that feeling that you've been here before you have experienced whatever's happening in front of you before you know that you've had those conversations word for word so if you've had deja vu you have in in effect seen the future at some point in time in your past you were presented into your memory somehow into your energy this exact event ahead of time so you know there you go everybody's psychic right and and so these gifts are, are things that can be mentored and developed if you have the desire to to do that right and it is amazing when I have students that come in and I don't have I've only had a few and uh, but it's amazing when they sit in front of me and we do some testing if you will let's see what you feel about with this picture or this holding this device or whatever and the information that comes through is so accurate and you know most people don't believe that that that's actually possible when in fact it is very very possible very easy very natural so being psychic really for me is is just getting a snapshot of who you are right now you know maybe what has brought you here you know, what is, you know, what your parents are like, or whatever, right? Just things that come through. And for me, I don't necessarily dwell on a lot of future things. Because I have a lot of people that want to know, well, what should I be doing? What should, what, what is my future? What what am I supposed to look forward to? What, is, what should I be, what is going to happen? I'm like, well, I can give you a snapshot in time right now what that might look like if nothing changes in your life. But we all know that there are lots of changes. There are things that are going to come up that are going to take us off our current path. You know, there's a lot of other players in your life that are part of the equation. So seeing something into the future or in the future, you know, it can be very helpful to kind of give people a general idea of what what uh, is coming through for what they probably are going to see. But I like to caveat that with everybody and anybody that this is a snapshot in time. You know, don't necessarily, you know, bet the, bet the farm on what's coming up because things can change. And the other thing, I actually learned this from a client, the other thing that is important is if you if you see something in somebody's future, for example, that perhaps they're going to, you know, you're going to get divorced, or I see that on, I see that in the cards, or whatever, that, you know, there's a possibility of divorce coming down, and, you know, you state that as a fact, you know, the funny thing is, a belief system is very 
very strong. If, if, if that person sitting in front of you has a total belief in what you're saying, you just formed a belief in their system, in their system of belief. And, you know, even if, even if a divorce wasn't actually something that was supposed to come to fruition, it probably will now because you have developed in them a belief that that is what is coming and, and it'll become part of their subconscious programming and there you go. It will actually happen in a lot of, in a lot of cases. So you have to be careful, I think, how you word that, how you present the information. Uh, you almost have to do like the little lawyer thing, you know. Let's let's put a little little um, uh, additional verbiage at the end, you know, to state that you know that you know what I'm what I'm seeing now is is a is a snapshot, only a snapshot, and you know if, if you don't work on your marriage, for example, in this case that we're talking about. And, you know, divorce could happen, you know, and so I, I really feel like you're headed that way now if you don't make some changes. And anyway, you get my point. You have to kind of politicize how you put that out, right? Anyway, I'll digress for a second. And, and, and so what then is it like to be a medium? Most people would, most people would equate that to talking to the dead, right? And, you know, do I connect with the energy of those that have passed? Uh, it certainly appears that way. And, you know, because the information that comes through is is exactly relevant to the person that's sitting in front of me. But do I actually talk to those that have passed on? You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, in some cases when you're, when you're not in front of a client and something comes through, you know, it would be hard to argue that I'm blending with somebody's energy and just telling them something they already know you know, somewhere in their subconscious. But um, I do feel like that does happen when you're working with a client in a lot of ways. And so a lot of what what are, at least my connection, I'll speak about myself, uh, to the other side, if you will, anything outside of this reality that is uh, not necessarily accessible normally through our five senses, I think it comes through actually connecting with the person's energy blending with mine and I'm able to just reach in and read the book and in many cases those memories those residual memories of the loved ones that they've had in their life are still part of them and so it's like it's, it's, it's in some cases I feel like we're simply reaching in flipping through some pages and going oh my gosh yeah and then when they hear the information to them and to me, sometimes it feels like I'm actually conversing with those that are passed on. So, but I, I can't prove that. I couldn't. I can't show you a video and and claim that that's what's happening. But certainly, there is information stored somewhere in the ether, or to pun or coin a term, the medium, the medium that's out there that that is part of uh, everything that there is. And maybe myself and others are just attuned to knowing how to, to uh, access the information, just like the Internet. The Internet is this wide expanse of almost unlimited amount of information. But, you know, when you learn to search the Internet very specifically, you'll get very specific information. You know, if you put in general information, you're going to get general information back. In the same way, I think 
we are accessing the records of everything that's ever been and ever will be, if you will. And some might equate that to Akashic Records, but we'll, we'll digress on that for a second. But, and so I, I, what really got me to thinking about this is um, working with a, a new uh, mentee or, or student or, or anyway, I'm working with somebody that's interested in figuring out what their gifts are and, and how they can use them and where they can move on with. And so my job with, with students, per se, is not to necessarily teach them how to do, to connect. It's like, how are you connecting? And, and let's validate that information. Figure out where your, your strengths and weaknesses are. And you can then either improve on ones that you'd like or accentuate the ones that you have uh, positive attributes in. And so, anyway, this gal, um, you know, came in and we were doing a bunch of um, reading pictures and various things. And and uh, I was trying to understand her to begin with. And, you know, how is it that you receive your information? What does that feel like? And she says, you know, it feels like there's just just this thickness. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. That makes perfect sense. I mean, I you know, it's like that is in a lot of ways what the medium is per se. So am, am I or others actually a medium or somebody that's just talented enough to access this medium, this thickness, this, you know, endless amount of information that's out there that's available if you know how to connect with it, research it, feel it out bring it into your five senses and then try to make sense of it. I don't know. But I wanted to kind of touch on that a little bit because, you know, I, I think that, like I said, we all have these abilities. But I do believe some people come in to this life or life in this reality already equipped from day one and don't always realize it what's happening and 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 sometimes they feel very strange don't trust it all that but as I was uh, meditating on this particular topic before I got behind this mic I I was brought back to much of my early life and, and I started to realize oh my gosh I've I've been able to do this my whole life at least you know, very early on in life that I, you know, the memories I have of it. And, you know, I, I uh, a lot of it got squashed, though, because a lot of these experiences started happening when I was part of a religious commune, which we won't name or really talk too much about. But, you know, it was, you know, when I had experiences where I, I know I encountered other entities or energies, I, you know was so indoctrinated into this this model of religion that, you know, I felt like it was demonic or some kind of evil entity. And, and of course, all the adults in my life certainly um, uh, solidified that belief and really, you know, it dug into me for a long time that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm under attack. And, you know, that happened quite often, you know, and obviously I grew out of that. But you know, our belief systems can really put labels on what we're experiencing. And in the other early memories 
that really came streaming back to me is is I you know in the early 80s when I was in Marine Corps I remember before this before the advent of computers now the magic happens under my under my fingers on a keyboard for downloads if you will but back then you know computers were not a big thing and so you know a, a pen and pen and paper in hand I would just start writing just randomly start writing and and before I knew it, there's two or three pages of, of writing. And, you know, when I read, when I would read back at it, I'm like, where did this message come from? I, it, this didn't seem to happen in my consciousness. And, and I, I, I remember that I felt like most of these messages were from my father for some reason. I kept giving them to him. And finally, after a while, he says, you know, I appreciate the messages, but, you know, I, I, I believe these messages are actually for you. And I kind of shrugged it off, but you know, I tell you right now, I really wish I had my hands on those writings from earlier times. And you know, perhaps there, some of them are coming up now in some of my meditation journeys and all that stuff, and then you know, the writings that I do now. But um, and then in one other example is is that. It felt like I was able to access a part of my mind early on, you know, way or as long as I can remember, where it, it's almost like um, activated this pressure in the center of my my forehead, you know, in the center of my brain. And, you know, and I know what you guys are thinking already. We're going to get to it. But, you know, I, I didn't know what that was, you know, and, and I felt like I could lay down or sit down and, and activate this thing and, and, and I, I could... I could do some some interesting things and so I I decided to experiment one day and you know young marine in a college town full of mostly girls we went out there one night and we walked in single guy I was right and and uh, I said I'm gonna put this to a test you know I feel like I can transmit my thoughts and so let's try it right and so I remember you know, sitting down across, you know, in this crowded bar. And I saw this, this really good looking girl at the bar and, uh, sitting at the bar and she was with some, some guys. Um, but I remember, you know, doing whatever my thing was and, and transmitting thoughts across, you know, those, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, whispers of things that we would love to say to every woman, but we don't have the courage to, you know, to uh, do it straight to their face. But, you know, the sweet nothings. And that's what I was sending across to this girl, you know. And um, I, I was, you know, for a while I was wondering if it was working. But it actually, you know, it, it seemed like an eternity. But just within a couple of minutes, this girl turned and looked at me through all those people. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And then, you know, but then she would not stop looking at me. She would not pull her eyes off of me. No matter, you know, I started to get really uncomfortable. I'm like, what What did I just do? What did I just do, right? And so she kept, she followed me around. Her gaze followed me around the entire time. And, of course, I'm a wimp when it comes to talking to um, the ladies, you know, uh, especially when you're single and you're, <laughs> you're trying to get, um some kind of relationship going and so I just I had to go I had to go outside and you know that scared me you know I didn't realize that 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 this kind of thing could happen and so I put I put a lot of things on the shelf for a while 
And um, but if I look back through my history, there's a lot of things that have happened to me, messages that have come through, and dreams that have come through, and in the search to figure out what the the message was. I think in a lot of ways was to simply train me to do it now. And anyway, I, I just wanted to, you know, take a few minutes to talk about that. And not, not so much to talk about me, but the, the fact that, you know, these kind of gifts, these, this kind of information is there. It is everywhere. And, you know, with the advent of quantum mechanics and quantum physics and, and, and really diving into, you know, extra dimensions and all these things that they're they're showing and proving that are actually there you know and and I think the biggest thing the biggest thing that really comes to light with all the the quantum research is that what's what's really there is every single possibility exists in every cell of our body every molecule of our body and every molecule and everything that's ever exists is in you know is simply every possibility captured into me for example or you or a rock or 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 blade of grass but the the thing is that we there this research is showing that we simply are about 99 percent or better of empty space only endless amounts of possibilities all waiting for a conscious decision uh, a conscious attention and you know I think that really brings to light the fact that how do you access any information you want you learn to tune in gaze or put your attention on the right information and you can have any information that you want to have and I think they prove this with a lot of these official like remote viewing programs and on and on and on but but it, it's all there people it's everywhere and it is it it is a really wonderful thing to know that you can access what you need to you know and in deciding that you really want to do this is 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 uh, you know to do this as a calling uh, is it really takes a leap of faith and so if you guys are out there and you're discovering that you're 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 feeling things and knowing things and you don't know how you know them that's okay having the knowing is the real secret and everybody has their own way of receiving just like any 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 receiver of electronic signals. They all have their specialties in how they download that information. I know people that, that, that can't visualize, yet they can still get the information. You know, like a marquee goes across their mind. Uh, I know people that can get information through just a couple of their senses, and, they, and, and somehow their brain or their mind can formulate that and, and make sense of it. And so it doesn't matter what it looks like, and it's okay if you don't know how you know. You know, but knowing something is is really natural. It is absolutely natural. I believe every one of us is part of, we're a microcosm of the macrocosm. We are all one. We are all, all connected 
like a global cosmic consciousness. And in that way, we can really learn to help ourselves. We can learn to help others. And of course, all of that with some type of discretion, right? And so just because you know something about somebody doesn't need mean you need to go blurt it out to them. You know, make sure they're ready to receive anything that you might know or feel like you know, right? And and um, just be careful with that. But I would encourage everybody, even if you don't want to do it as a profession like I do, and, you know, to really figure out what you have. And even even if you're going to use it simply to become better at the at the skill that you practice as 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 employment, you become a better teacher. You can learn to to pick up knowledge from other places besides books and, and the internet. And you know you can draw information from anywhere, anytime, and it's all there available for you. And you know don't doubt yourself, right? And so you can use this skill set to enrich your life to become a, a, a much better version of yourself and and help this this earth and this reality whatever this is to become a much more robust and highly energetic system because we have we're, we're damaging it we're killing it we're flooding it with all these ultra low frequencies wi-fi and cell and you name it so we need more people we need more people out there to be the light. We need more people out there to connect. We need more people to draw in the information so that we can, quote unquote, save this planet, save this place we call home because we are not uh, upholding our end of the bargain. Mother Earth needs us to be part of the system, not to be the uh, virus of the system, if you will, right? Anyway, I'm rambling a little bit, as you can tell. I don't, I, I didn't script it, and I don't normally script things. It seems to be more difficult and laborious to do it that way. But just to talk from my heart. And anyway, I will digress. And I just wanted to say that uh, I send peace and energy to everybody. Right? Stay strong. Live your life. Namaste, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah.